All right, guys, about that time. Chris Brooks here with you. Another edition of the Rebels 247 podcast, part of the 247 Sports Network. And inside the Rebels, hope you guys are having a good day today, wherever you are here on a Friday morning edition of the show. Big weekend on, is that on schedule? Is that on slate? I'm not sure what it is. On tap. How about that? We can go with that one. Uh, Big weekend is coming up. Auburn, of course, tomorrow we got to get into that. Maybe more disappointing memories with the Auburn game than any other school I can think of. But I'm not going to go negative today. It's going to be a positive podcast. But that probably is true. I bring it up because I've got a couple of buddies of mine texting me this morning that they woke up nervous. Woke up nervous on a Friday morning before a big game. We'll knock that out. A little bit of JUCO action last night. Maybe a little bit of recruiting at the end of this. And uh, and we'll get you guys to the weekend. But hope you are doing well today. It's been a good week. Hopefully you got a lot done. We're in the middle of election season. Not getting into that. Nope, not doing that. But I uh, bring it up because I'm seeing that all over my monitor now. Apparently the advertising is out full force on the upcoming elections. And that uh, that's fine. National Real Sugar Day. How about that? Be bald and be free day. It's also National Dessert Day. So today's a great day. October the 14th. I did not know it was such a glorious day. It's bald and be free day. National Dessert Day. That's two good things. Like I can enjoy both of those. You should be looking forward to tomorrow. Big game with Auburn. Um, I don't know if I want to throw out a score prediction because it really doesn't matter. I mean, Ole Miss is a solid favorite in the game. They're a solid favorite. 15-point favorite by most of these books that you're seeing, and that's been going up. I don't know what it is about Auburn, but just there are bad memories there. You know, there's just bad memories there. Auburn is the school, at least for me, that if I look back, there are more years when either I thought Ole Miss was going to win that game and you had notched it as a W, or, man, I think there's a real shot to win the game. And then disappointment. Either they drop a game they thought they should win or they get blown out in a game that you thought was going to be close. I don't know if there's another school more disappointing. You know, the Arkansas series has been weird. Uh, the Arkansas series has just been weird. But the Auburn one... That it feels like that for me. But this is a different Ole Miss Auburn matchup. You know, Auburn is not good. I mean, Auburn is, uh, they're not good. I know they have a, a heavy favorite record in the series. I know that they've dominated if you look at it along those lines, but this ain't that Auburn. And for that matter, this ain't that Ole Miss. They're coming into this thing undefeated, they put up big numbers offensively. The defense is is in the top third of the SEC. They've been good all year. And they do it in ways that would suggest it's sustainable the whole year. They run the football. And you start digging into those numbers, and that's why that line's 15 points. So, yeah, you should feel great about it. Don't wake up nervous today. Don't wake up nervous today about the game. I got a couple of buddies. I'm trying to walk them off a ledge here. Uh, Ole Miss is a solid favorite. They still have to go out and play well, but I would expect they would. And look, when you advance down the road just a little bit, okay, just a little bit here, I'm going to pull this up real quick. And once you get past 
the Auburn game. Of course, you got to win the sucker. But let's 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 go ahead and play this out just a little bit, and I want to move on to something else. Something I saw on Twitter. I want to give somebody else a, some credit on this. You're sitting here undefeated. You've won the first six games. And there really aren't holes on this team. You know, you start looking around, okay, if if the wheels fell off, what would that look like? Well, the defense has been solid. Defensive line's been solid. The linebacker play has been good. The secondary play has been very good. Offensively, there's been a couple of shaky offensive line games, but by and large, it's been good. You can't run the ball like they've run it without giving some credit up front. It's not all running backs. The running backs are talented, but it's not all running backs. The wide receivers have improved. Uh, all year, I think the wide receivers have been good. I think the receivers have been waiting on Jackson Dart to continue to mature and and improve as a player. Jonathan Mingo right now is rated as the number one wide receiver in the country from Pro Football Focus. And I say rated. Graded is the word I'm looking for. Mingo is graded as the top wide out six games through the season. So that's been stellar. Running back's been stellar. Jackson Dart, week to week to week, makes jumps, and he continues to improve. So there's really nothing there not to like about what Ole Miss is doing. So you're sitting here at 6-0, and but you face an Auburn team that's been down. Look, there's also this aspect of it. You know, people keep bringing up Auburn and Lane Kiffin. And, you know, the, the not just the older I get, but the longer I'm in this and I'm in the media thing, I'm now in it 13 years. And the need for clicks, I mean, it, it just, it is what it is. And that's, that's across the boards for everybody. The need for clicks. If you put Lane Kiffin's name with Auburn, like that's going to be clickbait and it's going to get a lot of traffic and it's going to, it's going to produce those numbers analytically. I mean that, and that stuff happens. Uh, he's not going to go to Auburn. I, I would be, I'd be floored if that, if that was, and I would want to know what for, like, why would you go to that one? Pick a good one. I mean, and he's doing well enough that he's going to have big suitors at some point. I mean, that's just going to, that's part of it. That can't be one of them. It just can't could do so much better than that. But let's say you get it this weekend, 11 o'clock kick. He's motivated a little bit by the whole Auburn thing. Who knows? But I like everything going into this game. You got the the kind of the sleepwalk game out of your system last week, first half of Andy. So you shouldn't get that two weeks in a row. You should see a team this Saturday that's ready to go. Let's say you get it. And now we're looking 7-0. and You're at LSU with the opportunity to go 8-0. and And then you're at A&M who has struggled this year. And uh, you don't you don't want to keep talking about it, but the whole nine and O thing, with the potential of hosting Alabama in November, it gets closer and closer and closer. And one more win Saturday gets you you know two games away from it. They're getting close. I mean, it's right there, but you got to handle Auburn first. I like everything about the game. I just don't think Auburn has the talent, the coaching staff, what they've done, just across the board. I can't see this game going any other way. So those of you who woke up looking for a reason to be nervous today about this game, doesn't mean they can't lose it. I'm not saying that because I've, I've mentioned this several times. Crappy teams beat good teams in college football all the time. 
for a myriad of reasons, but it happens all the time. Not going to happen Saturday, but it happens all the time. But you should feel good about Saturday. Uh, there's really not a whole lot of other team news outside of that. You know, as far as you're looking at injuries, and there's a couple of guys there, but knock on wood, you know, the, the team's been healthy. It's been healthy in the right spots. And at least so far to date, the season's gone as expected. But can't wait for tomorrow. And look, not just the Ole Miss thing. When you start looking around the rest of the SEC and you look at some of the games um, that are upcoming, it may not be just the greatest weekend slate of games, but there's plenty of reasons for you to get in front of a television and watch games all day Saturday. I'm going to roll from Auburn and Ole Miss in the early game to the Alabama-Tennessee game. Could that be a throwback game from 20 years ago? It's been 20 to 30 years ago since Tennessee was relevant. And this is their chance to try to do it. Uh, I don't know what to expect in that thing because Alabama is, is not the team I thought they'd be. If you think back to the preseason, I thought Alabama would be better than they've ever been. I really believe that. I thought this would be the best Alabama team you've seen in a long, long time because they cherry-picked some transfers. They had a lot back already. And I don't know why. It just has not played out like that. So now you get an Alabama that's undefeated and they're ranked third. When's the last time that happened? That Alabama was undefeated and not only not one, also not number two in the nation. They're number three. Um, it's been a while. So Tennessee has a chance to look for Tennessee. This is a playoff game. If they get this, they go to six and zero, and then for them, the college football playoff is right there. And then the night games. I mean, LSU, Florida is a good one, but the big one is Kentucky, Mississippi State. You know, I want to see if Will Levis plays in that game, and if he does, what state looks like on the road against a Kentucky team that while I don't I don't think they're a top 10 team like Ole Miss got them last year as a top 10, still a top 10 win, and that's a good thing. You don't apologize for that. That's a good thing. You beat a team ranked high. But I absolutely can buy Kentucky if they stay healthy. At the end of the year, that's a top 25 team. So you look back, and yeah, that's a good win. And for Mississippi State, this will give you an idea of what state has. And Ole Miss fans that are paying attention to this, it gives you an idea of, you know, what to expect when we get a little bit further down the road in the Egg Bowl. So yeah, that, that's a good day of college football. To go from Ole Miss-Auburn to Alabama-Tennessee to State-Kentucky, that's a full day. And uh, looking forward to it. All right, now a couple of other things real quick. I mentioned Mingo already. A little bit of recruiting stuff. There's several guys that are coming in to campus on visits this weekend. You know, you have some guys committed that are coming back. Your Centurine Perkins is coming back. Um, I saw Jamarius Brown's coming in from Moss Point. And then this kid from North Panola, that's the 24, um, J.J. Harrell. I, I haven't seen J.J. I hear that kid's really good. And I didn't get that from Ole Miss coaches. I'm getting that from a high school in. You know, got a couple of texts this week. Hey, hey brother, you need, to, you need to check this kid out. Saw him a couple of weeks ago. Like, that, that guy's legit. So he'll be in, in town this weekend and potentially that's a big deal you know on down the road when you start doing the rankings and some of these guys that may be not identified as early as others he could be a really good one but then they're also bringing in this kid that's uh, committed to Michigan State as a running back 
And I'm asking some questions about him this morning because I think they are, I think they're in really, really good shape with Dante Dowdell. He picks up a Mississippi State offer this week, which that's a big deal for him. He's still committed to Oregon. He was in town, was it last week or a couple of weeks ago? Uh, you're not going to get a whole lot of specifics from that weekend. I know that weekend could not have gone any better. The only the only way that weekend would have gone any better behind closed doors is if it wasn't behind closed doors and you got a public commitment out of it. Sh- uh, short of that, the weekend went as good as it could have gone. But then State offers him. Is he the right fit there? And what they like to do offensively, most of their running backs are a good bit smaller you know, than Dante. At least with him, you can show him I would show him Snoop from last year and what Ole Miss did with Snoop Connor. And even Quinshawn's a big guy. Quinshawn's in that 220-plus mold. So he would fit what they're doing. But you see how that plays out. But then with this kid from Michigan State that's also coming in, um, Kedrick Riscano, and I hope I pronounced that right, that's also another national running back. So I'm asking questions about that. You know, what's the deal here? Is that a legit offer? Is that somebody they're really targeting? Are you going hard after two guys? Now, look, you have to play a numbers game here. You just, you have to. It's part of it. Um, but I know if it came down to it, they want Dante Dowdell from Picayune. Not that they don't want this one, too, because they could grab both of them, bring them in here, and let people compete. Um, but you can't just go after one. You've got to go after several. But I still feel like things are great with Dante Dowdell. And then we'll see what happens this weekend. Could they pick up another commitment or, or two or something like that? I mean, it's possible. And then we're looking at the rankings right now. Ole Miss is not going to be high just because that they don't have the numbers to be high. But even without that, they have clawed their way up to 31. And then you're looking at the rest of the country in terms of commitments. All of these schools ahead of them. 19, 20, 19, 21, 26, 19, 25 commits. And Ole Miss sitting here with 12. But in terms of the average commitment and how they're doing on that front, they're still top 20 in the country and they're bringing in quality over quantity. The high school recruiting couldn't be going any better than it is right now. So we see if maybe this weekend it gets a little bit better. Had one more thing I wanted to get into. And I saw it on the online this morning. You know, Ben had actually put it on a show. Um, the most, uh, oh man, what was it? What was it on Twitter? Most consequential player in Ole Miss history that they signed. And I really wanted to go into it because I saw a tweet from my friend Austin bringing up Romero, Deuce, and Terrence uh, Metcalf. Uh, three great guys. I know, Ter- I know Terrence better than the other two. I know Romero have met, um, have met Deuce who Deuce is an awesome person. I've seen him from afar in some settings at youth baseball games to where, you know, obviously people are going to come up to him. And that guy would probably like to sit there and watch the game and relatives and who's playing. Couldn't be any better with people than a couple of times I've seen him in that setting. But I don't know which one of those committed first. But that year, Tommy Tuberville's there. Ole Miss is going on probation. Uh, Look, that could have been a disaster something that would have been much harder to come back from. And those three guys, we'll just throw them all in together. Those three guys signing in that class when Ole Miss had all kinds of trouble going on. I'm trying to think of the right way to phrase this. If they don't get them, 
could I say maybe that program is set back five to 10 more years because it got the ball rolling and they kept their heads above water and won some football games during a time that was very difficult. And then they rolled that tenure with Tuberville into Cutcliffe. And, you know, you get Eli Manning, didn't get Peyton, but you got his younger brother. I'd throw those three. I don't know if they've ever signed three guys in a class under the circumstances that had a bigger impact on the program than those three guys did. Yeah, so I'm going Deuce, Romero, and Metcalf. Throw them all together, and that's your three guys. All right, guys, always appreciate y'all. Enjoy doing this. This is Chris Brooks with the Rebels 247 Podcast, part of the 247 Sports Network and Inside the Rebels. Have a great weekend. Enjoy some football. Cross your fingers that it's a good one. Ole Miss gets their seventh victory, remains undefeated, and we can keep this thing going. But enjoy your weekend, and I'll talk to you guys on Monday. See you then.